What is going on you guys and welcome back to another video. If you are new to the channel, my name is Brandon. And as you'll notice over to my left hand shoulder, we have a big stack of books situated here on the counter and I'd like to actually share with you guys some of the most impactful books that I have ever read when it comes to money and finance and investing and you're actually going to notice throughout this list we do have some business books on here which I know isn't technically the topic of this channel but for me I love anything to do with wealth and money creation and bettering our financial futures. So hopefully throughout this list, you guys, I'll be able to share with you some books that you can go out and read on your own that have personally impacted my life and changed the way that I view money. If you're not a reader, very briefly, you have to start reading. You have to be a reader. Okay, you just have to read. And that's coming from someone who hated reading growing up. I was the last person to pick up a book. I could probably count on one hand how many books I read growing up. And these were the books that they forced you to read in school. Nowadays, I don't go a day without reading. In fact, as part of my morning routine, every day I get my cup of coffee and it's kind of awkward, but I lay down on my couch and that's just how I drink my coffee because I'm still kind of tired in the mornings. And I drink my coffee and I read every single day. And I don't go a day without coffee. I don't go a day without reading. And I promise you that if you commit to uh, reading more and just broadening your knowledge, it's gonna benefit you for the long, long run. So let's go ahead and dive into some of these book suggestions. I'll do what I can to link these up on Amazon. You can always go search them up yourself, but I'll, I'll in the description below, I'll put some links for you guys so you can easily grab a copy of these books if you think it's one that's gonna help you out. The first book that I wanna talk about today is one called The Dando Investor. This is a book that is uh, written by a fellow named Monish Pabrai or Monish Pabrai. And he's an Indian fellow who actually I can resonate with really well because his methodology is very similar to what we follow here on the channel. He's a, a student of Warren Buffett and his value type approach on investing. And what I love about this book is that it is so, um, I think I'll just pop a picture up here so I don't have to hold the book the entire time for you guys. But this book is such an easygoing read. It's not too complex whatsoever. In fact, I'd rank this book anywhere from you know beginner to intermediate. So if you have some knowledge of the stock market, this is a great way to dive into the value approach. And he draws a lot of comparables to growing up in India and a lot of the Indian culture as it pertains to business and how he uses that to go out and find great investments. I mean, you can actually read here right on the title of this book or the cover, I should say, the low risk value method to high returns. And one of the recurring themes he talks about is when it comes to his investments, if you were to flip a coin, heads, you win and you win big, tails, you don't lose much at all, okay? Let me say that in a better way. Heads I win, tails I don't lose that much. And that's the way we wanna be approaching our investments. And obviously a huge concept of that is the margin of safety and being able to identify businesses that at current prices, we are able to buy with less downside potential and significant upside potential. So this is just a fun overall book. Um, it gives you some good insight into the Indian culture. I went to India once, so it was kind of fun to connect these dots. And But it's, um, it's very cool to see how the Indian culture has, they're very unique in certain areas such as motels. And there are certain areas of business where Indian people actually have uh, they have total control over some of these markets because of how they've done it generationally. 
and it's cool how he can basically mimic or copy that type of model and find other great investment ideas. So The Dando Investor by a fellow named Monish Pabrai is definitely a book that I would suggest for any investor out there particularly in the beginner to intermediate level. Next up on our list is a fun one, and this is not investment rela investment related, but it is finance related because it's the company, uh, it's the, I'm so used to saying that, it's the book Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. And as you can see by the big check mark on this book, this is of course the story of Nike. And this is one of my favorite books that I've ever read. Obviously, that's a little bit biased because I'm a major sports fan myself and Nike is one of my favorite companies in the world. But this is a book that basically goes through the progression of how Nike got started from ground zero when they're selling shoes out of the basement and they had to rebrand and they went through all of the processes of going over to Asia and finding their suppliers and working with the Japanese and um, I believe it is the Taiwanese and even in India, I've, again, just read the book. It's such a well-written story and it's such an easy light read. It's not too complex whatsoever. And if you have any of that entrepreneurial bug or you're an athlete or anybody that just finds Nike an interesting company, it's so cool to see the progression of a business and you can draw comparables from that to any business out there. If you're a business owner yourself, you can see how things develop with time and how as you grow and scale, more complications come up and lawsuits. It is a phenomenal book. Um, I've only read it once, but I will certainly read it again because it's one of my favorite little storybooks uh, out there. Next up on the list, we have a book by Peter Lynch, One Up on Wall Street. And this is actually one of the, one of the first investment books that I ended up reading. I'll let that focus in there for a second. That's Peter Lynch right there, one of the greatest fund managers ever. And he follows actually a different approach than Monish and uh, Warren Buffett because he's more situated on growth investments. He actually ran what was called the Fidelity Magellan Fund back in his tenure. And it was one of the best performing mutual funds to date. So this guy has the track record to back things up. And in this book, he goes through his process on um, identifying and how you know investors like you and I how you don't need to be a big institution or you don't need to be a hedge fund or, or a, you know smart money to do well as an investor he talks about the strategies that you can use to go identify trends that you're seeing in our world and in our economy and I believe the example he uses was um, pantyhose right pantyhose that the girls wear um, I believe by a company Haynes Brands or whatever it is he talks about back in the day when he noticed all of these people wearing them and it was just the thing that people wore back then I guess and I think people still wear them now but he talked about how just using his intuition and being able to identify what's happening around us and then backing that up with the finances and you know actually reaching out to these companies and learning about them that's how you can get ideas out there as a normal human being and a normal investor that actually gives you the edge over Wall Street so that's actually where the, the title comes, I believe, one up on Wall Street. So that's a definite, um, a definite suggestion to you guys. Next up on our list, we have the holy Bible of investing in the stock market. It's The Intelligent Investor. This is a book that was written back in the day by a fellow named Benjamin Graham. And for those that are not familiar with Benjamin Graham, this was really the mentor to Warren Buffett. And many people consider Warren Buffett the greatest investor of the world. Well, he really learned his principles and he really learned the value approach on investing from uh, Benjamin Graham. Now this book is, I see when people do book uh, suggestions on the internet, you won't find one that, a stock market one at least, that doesn't talk about the intelligent investor. And although I think that's a very fair thing to say, because in fact, I would actually consider this one of the most important investing books that I've ever read. Let me be very clear on something. This is not a beginner read. 
And it's so, so funny when someone says, best books for beginner, intelligent investor. They're crazy. They probably haven't read the book and they just saw someone else talk about it. Because even for someone like myself who has studied this industry and I've worked in the field and I've been doing this for a few years now, there are many sections of this book that I still find difficult to comprehend. One of the things that I do also think is worth noting is that because this book was written a while back, this is actually the revised edition, but I'll pop up on the screen when this book was originally written. A big portion of it does talk about assets like fixed income and bonds and assets that are still present today, but I personally don't know any investors who are still buying convertible bonds, for an example. And although it is important to know fundamentally why these are out in the market, because actually equities and the returns we can expect all stem from that, believe it or not, I do think that a portion of this book is slightly outdated. That said, the principles that he teaches going way back, decades back, are timeless. And he talks about how the psychology of investing and um, he creates this fictitious character named Mr. Market and how it has these mood swings and how the intelligent investor is actually somebody who can manage those swings and not only manage them, but take advantage of what the masses are doing. And that has not changed over a century. The assets have, the way we go about things have, but those principles remain true. So this book, I would absolutely consider the Holy Bible of investing, but I do consider this a more advanced book. So intermediate, I'd say at a minimum, you must be before you start reading this book. Otherwise you're just going to get lost. Let's move on to uh, this next book on the list. And again, these are in no particular order, but this is a book that isn't so much investing related, but it's a book titled good to great. And as I touched on, I am a huge, um, it's a huge area of interest to me, entrepreneurship and business. And clearly uh, that's what we do here. This YouTube uh, channel is part of my bigger business. And this is one of the most impactful books that I've read. It's written by a guy named Jim Collins, who also wrote the book Built to Last, which I haven't read yet. This is actually the sequel to this book. But he talks about in this book why certain companies are able to su sustain success and why others aren't. And it's insane when you look at the statistics of how many businesses fail. You know, I'll, again, I don't know off the top of my head, but I will put up on the screen the number of businesses that fail over a five-year period, over a one-year period, over a 10-year period. And in this, in this book, we go through a number of case studies with some of the top-tier businesses, the Walmarts of the world, uh, companies of those, uh, you know, prestige that, you know, what is it about them that makes them so unique? And again, although this book isn't necessarily a stock market book, we are investing in these businesses at the end of the day. We need to put ourselves as investors, as thinking of us as business owners, thinking about taking stake in these businesses. And it's so cool to connect the dots and understand why certain companies have these moats and why their advantages allow them to, su to succeed over decades and the proper management uh, that when companies have proper management, how well they can sustain that. I draw so many comparables to help me go out and select great investments. So although Good to Great is not a stock market book, it is, uh, uh, I would say, an absolute must read for anybody that's interested in finance and business and the stock market. Next up on the list, we have a book that I don't think needed to be included today because it is more or less a business book, but it's one that I very much enjoyed. It is one called Never Split the Difference by a guy named Chris Voss. And what's so cool about this author, Chris Voss, he is a former top hostage negotiator for the FBI. So how cool is that, that the author is literally the guy during these 
high intensity and high stress situations with armed gunmen and hostages in the banks and whatnot, he's going forward and telling the, the reader stories about how they come out with these positive resolutions. To me, it's just such a unique and different angle on, you know, like, you know, you don't really hear about FBI stuff all too often. That's often pretty secretive. So to hear about some specific studies or specific case scenarios where he's literally explaining what happened in the bank and how they, you know, dealt with these hostages, very, very riled up hostages. It's actually a lesson and it's a book on sales and it's a book on negotiating tactics. And although again, it's not stock market specific, when you understand that every business out there, they don't sell their products, they don't, they're not able to grow and become profitable if they don't rely on marketing and if they don't rely on sales. So again, from a business minded person like myself, I very much enjoy this book. We have a big sales component within our business here. And if you are somebody that does as well, or if you're just interested in the tactics and the techniques that these hostage negotiators used to convince very irrational people to come to a specific resolution, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss is a phenomenal book that I could recommend to you guys. Next up, um, let's get back to actually a, a stock market book. I don't know if you guys like the business style books, like I could talk about this stuff all day, uh, all day long. I really, really could. But I'll skip to one here about the stock market again, just because we covered a couple non-stock market ones. This is a book titled The Little Book That Beats the Market. And in fact, it is a very little book. When you compare it to, it's a little book. Um, and this is actually the little book that still beats the market. So you can see this is actually the updated version. I haven't read the original book because I, it wasn't available in the store when I went to buy it. But this is a very popular book done by a guy named Joel, Joel Greenblatt, one of the most successful and highly looked up to investors uh, really of all time, one of the most. And he has such an interesting um, approach to investing that I'd love to hear your comments and feedback about if you have read this book before. In this book, he actually talks about something so unique and interesting in which they call the magic formula. And it's a magic formula based on a set of algorithm and a set of um, numbers and computing that beats the market over time. Now you may be thinking that's, you may be kind of skeptical to hear that, that there's a magic formula out there that anybody can just follow blindly and outperform the market. But in this book, he goes over the data and the proof that this concept actually does work if investors are able to stick to it. And the reality is most investors aren't able to stick to it, but it really is such a fun and uh, interesting idea. Basically, without getting too in depth, you can actually go to their website. Uh, I believe it's themagicformula.com. I'll put it up on the screen for you guys just to make sure that I've got the right one. But you can sign up for completely free and actually get access to their ranking system. They basically rank companies. Let's assume they take the S&P 500 or a, a big market index. They rank a specific number of companies on two major categories based on their return on capital or return on invested capital, basically talking, basically trying to rank from one to, you know, 1500 or whatever the number is, which companies are the most, uh, they're giving us the best return on invested capital. We're trying to identify those companies. Then we're going to compare that up to uh, companies price to earnings ratios or their valuation currently 
from one to 1500. I'm doing, I'm butchering this explanation job. So you just get the book and read it. But basically there's two ranking systems. And what they're trying to identify is companies that are companies that show a high return on capital, good businesses that are currently trading for a low price. And there's literally an automated generated list that you can go through and it'll actually scan for those and actually present to you some ideas currently. And in theory, based on the strategy, which I have not followed. And in fact, I've looked a little bit into it, but not too deeply. But the idea is that you can go out and buy a number of these companies and hold them for one year periods. And if you're buying these deeply discounted companies that are good companies, you can actually outperform the market by just holding them for one year periods as a baseline and constantly churning through and just getting new stocks at the end of the period. So very, very interesting concept. Again, this is a very, very well-known and very, very highly respected uh, investor out there. So it's such an easy read. You could literally get this get through this book in one day. In fact, I think it took me two days, but um, very, very little book. And it's one that I would absolutely recommend. The little book that still beats the market. Hey everybody, it's Brandon here. I'd like to interrupt today's episode very briefly to remind you that if you're looking for more training in the Canadian stock market, don't hesitate to check out our Investing Academy. For the low cost of only $19.95 Canadian, you can join our private membership group and get access to our top stock picks, trade calls, portfolio insights, and a variety of tools that are helping our members all across the country better their own investing journeys. All it takes is one great stock idea or tip, and that alone can cover years and years of your subscription to our membership group. If you're looking for some additional video training to broaden your knowledge and expand your understanding of the stock market in Canada, we do of course offer a fully video online training program where you can learn from the comfort of your home amongst a variety of students across the country. Both of these products can be found at www.theinvestingacademy.ca where you can sign up for them online or schedule a call with us to learn more. Now back to our scheduled episode. Next up, we have, um, they're starting to look like all business books. So if you are here for the stock market books, there, there's actually one more down here. I appreciate you watching this far, but if you do want to stick around, I would love to share with you guys just some more very impactful books for me. This is actually a series of books um, by a guy named Russell Brunson. If you don't know who Russell Brunson is, you're, yeah, you, I, this guy is the guy that developed ClickFunnels. And ClickFunnels is one of the most impactful businesses of the modern age in the digital world, being able to sell your products online. And there's, I'm actually missing a book because I gave one to my dad. I gave the third copy to my dad because he's reading that at the moment and he's already read actually another one. But basically, if you are someone that's looking to do business online and um, sell a product of any sorts, these books are literally the step-by-step book, uh, step-by-step guidelines on how to do it. I'll leave it at that. If you haven't looked into Russell Brunson, I would highly recommend you do that. He's one of the most successful entrepreneurs of the digital age. And um, this is just a... It's truly an amazing book. There's .com Secrets. That's book number one. There is a book called Expert Secrets, which I will pop up on the screen because I don't have, and I actually have it on the Kindle as well. And there's a book called Traffic Secrets. And um, basically, the idea here is that no matter what product you're selling, no matter what niche you're in, maybe you're a business owner who hasn't shifted digitally and you wanna be able to sell your products online, Pretty cool, uh, pretty cool idea on how to do that. So those are some very impactful books from a business perspective. This is a book that I actually very much enjoy. In fact, I'm on the second time reading it because it was a very tough read, to be honest. It's the book Thinking Fast and Slow by a guy named Daniel Kahn. 
Kahneman, Kahneman. Um, I don't know how to say that last name, and I've, I know I've learned it before. Daniel Kahneman, it would be my guess, and even the other names, Amos Tversky. Uh, the, the other economists in these books have these very, very funky names, but this is an amazing book for understanding psychology and economics and the way why humans do what they do. And in particular, this book talks about how our brains, although we've developed so much over uh, you know, evolution and over the past number of years and decades really, uh, humans have evolved so much, our brains actually haven't really kept up with that. And there's two sections of the brain, really. There's you know one part that handles certain things and one part that handles other things. There's two systems you could call it, one being very primitive and very emotionally um, subject to a lot of emotions and the other one being a little more critical, a little more rational. And although this book doesn't talk about the stock market, uh, there are mentions of the stock market, but although it's more or less like studies and uh, behavioral uh, experiments, this totally, applies to the stock market. And to me, one of the most important parts of being a successful investor is understanding psychology and being able to understand why you are feeling such a way and being able to critically think and actually rationally make a decision based off your feelings. And although there are just so many fun examples about you know case scenarios and uh, studies and experiments that are random, really, they seem so random, like why people choose this or why they do these types of things, I constantly draw comparables to the stock market. So if you are someone that is interested in psychology and if you're interested in economics, I would absolutely recommend this book. But as you'll note, they are like, you know, the words are relatively small. And I know that sounds like a little child thing to say, but it can be intimidating when the words are smaller like this. And that wise for me, some of these books are much easier reads. First go around, I didn't absorb everything. That's why I'm going through it a second time because it is a phenomenal book. And I actually say it's one of my favorite books that I've read so far, but a tougher one. Next up, we have a book called Built to Sell. And you may be wondering why is there no um, cover on this book? And the reason behind that is because I actually ripped off the cover of this book. I actually rip off the cover of my books sometimes. This book and then another book titled Think and Grow Rich are two of the books that have really impacted me over the past couple of years that I decided to rip off the cover and stick them up on my dream boards. I actually do do dream boards for anybody who, uh, one, not, I doubt anybody wondered that, but I do do dream boards. They're such a great way of setting goals and monitoring those goals. And this book was so impactful to me from a business perspective that it, um, I had to just put it up on the board. Because what this book is about, and it's written by a guy named John Warilo. Actually, this was, book was recommended to me by my accountant if he's watching. But it talks about how when you are doing uh, you know, entrepreneurship, and let's say you're a YouTube creator, or let's assume you have a business, too many people end up getting engulfed in that business and it ends up being just a job for them, okay? Um, you want to build your business and structure things in a way that you could sell it down the road. It talks about an exit plan, basically. So if you're building a personal brand, at the end of the day, you could be doing super, super well. And if no one else can buy that business, if it's not a sellable business, what is it at the end of the day? It's just a job. You've created a job for yourself rather than creating a you know, independent business, if that makes sense. And in this book, what I love about it is it goes through from start to finish of a, of a hypothetical company that is going through this change. So it's an agency, I believe it is, and they do, you know, digital agency. They make logos and ad, uh, ads or whatever the case is. Really, the entrepreneur, the business owner, finds himself that he's just constantly stressed and engulfed and he's got too many things on the go and he's working. He's hit the job is basically 
he's basically working a job that he created for himself. They may make him a lot of money, but it's just a job at the end of the day. And throughout this book, Built to Sell, it teaches you the techniques to, you know, mimic, or not mimic, to merge and kind of uh, change that business so that it can become a sellable business at the end of the day by implementing, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Implementing systems. Systems was the word I was looking for that can help automate things, right? So that you're not the one handling everything and you can outsource and make your business more um, sellable. And even just little shifts in the way you brand make all the difference. This is a book that if you are a business owner, I would recommend to anybody. Such a cool, fun, easy read. Again, very, very little, very, very short. You could blitz through it, but such a relatable book. And at the time of reading it, it was very, very, it hit home to me because of the stage of my business. And again, that's why I ripped off the cover. And I have no problem with that. I would just go buy another book if I have to. I have no problem buying books. And before I get onto my last one, if you're still watching this, I. I've made a pact with myself. If there is ever a book that I come across that I find interesting, I will buy it no matter what, okay? This is a, a rule that I've set. Whenever I'm in the bookstore, I buy lots of books. The price does not matter to me. I mean, obviously you gotta look at the price, but if you're gonna pay $20, $30, $40 dollars for a book, all it takes is one little snippet from that book or one little insight or one little reminder or one new thing that you've learned to make back multiple, multiple times the cost of the book. It is not even funny to say that. In fact, I've actually bought books and I haven't even read them yet. And I put them you know, on my book, on my shelf to read. And just having that book there is motivation for me to go out and do something or motivation for me to think a certain way. So books, I think, are one of the best investments you can ever make in your knowledge. And that's just a point that I thought I'd kind of bring up before we move into our final pick for the day. And it is the book Buffetology. Buffetology is another very fun read. I would. It's written by Mary Buffett and uh, David Clark, it says here. But this is a book that basically explains Warren Buffett's thinking of the stock market. The previously unexplained techniques that made Warren Buffett the most, the world's most famous investor. And this is a book that I would actually consider, again, it's not a pure beginner read, but it is not advanced whatsoever. It's a very easy book if you're in that beginner to intermediate stage where the examples they give are so relatable and they're so um, simple that you can actually start to understand you know, more complex, co complex topics like discounted cash flow, for example. And they give a one that I can vividly remember is a pinball machine. And it talks about Warren Buffett, how he, when he was starting up his entrepreneurial life, uh, as a young boy, he had pinball machines and he placed them here. And it talks about how to interpret balance sheets and whatnot in a very, very dumbed down way. That's one of the big things that I really like about books like this. The Dando Investor 2 does a good job of it. It's introducing you to more complex topics, but not in a way that just loses you. And that's why I say it's a book for beginners to intermediates. It's a very, very overall, I'd say a fun book. It's one of the better books that I've ever read. Uh, definitely at the top of my list, and that's Buffettology, uh, written by Mary Buffett. And I think, guys, that will wrap it up for this list. I do have a couple of honorable mentions that I don't have with me, and you're probably thinking, what about a couple other picks? I'll just touch on them briefly. Obviously, Rich Dad Poor Dad is a no-brainer, and I don't know where that book went. Um, I I had it somewhere. I've read it 
multiple times over my lifetime. It was actually the first finance book that I did ever read when I did start kind of coming around to things when I was much younger, but um, I couldn't find it. But that is just obviously such an impactful book for finances and how you approach money and assets and liabilities. And it's taught in such a fun story where there's two dads. It's taught with the perspective of the author, Robert uh, Kiyosaki, 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 Kiyosaki. And although uh, basically the way they approach money and the way that they think about uh, finances are two completely different um, mindsets and he sees the trajectory of their lives and he's able to kind of see pick b uh, bits and pieces from both and obviously he ended up following the idea of building assets for yourself and having your money working for you and it's just a staple staple book for anybody that is genuinely interested in finance that's a must read richest man in babylon i don't have with me and this is actually one of the books that i one of the few books that i read through uh, audio, so an audio book. So that's why I don't have the book. I actually don't own the book, but I did uh, listen to the audio book. I think you can find that on YouTube actually, last time I checked. The Wealthy Barber is another classic, which I do not have with me. Um, I think I had The Wealthy Barber Returns. I had Wealthy Barber Returns, which is the second one, but that's a Canadian written book. And it's about a barber who, as the local barber in his barber shop, you know, every time someone comes in, he can pick their brain for little bits and pieces and he teaches you lessons along the way of um, how to become wealthy, uh, even if you don't have a bunch of money. About It's more or less about the saving habits and personal uh, finance habits that can help you become successful over the years. And then the last book, which I don't have here, is Think and Grow Rich. And Think and Grow Rich was another one that I ripped the uh, cover off. Favorite book I'd actually go as far as saying of all time because it's so inspiring. Uh, if you do want to make money outside of you know the traditional nine to five and you want to become rich, one day and wealthy, it all starts in your mind. And I didn't, I mean, the secret in the book, you read the title of the book, Think and Grow Rich, I didn't quite get that till after, even though you, maybe you already get that. But in order to get rich, you have to think it. You have to think, you have to believe, you have to envision and truly believe that you can do it. And that's the first step to getting riches. This is a book that I've read multiple times and I've listened to the audiobook actually too when I fell asleep I would just play it because I loved it so much and I followed those steps step by step when it tells you to write things down and write out your goals and do it and it has been one of the most impactful books of my life and um, I still live by those principles every single day so that would be my list of books. Here we go, guys, a big list here. And I'm sure there are other ones that I haven't brought here. But again, these are ones that I've personally read and personally ones that have changed my life. If you have any suggestions that I didn't cover here, leave them down below because this channel is here to help people better their finances and better their situations. And I guarantee a lot of the viewers read through the comments to learn about what others are thinking of these selections and recommendations. So do not hesitate to leave a comment down below. If you have read any of these books and you agree with my selection, let me know down below too, because that way people can look at them and then see, oh, these other people like them too. Maybe I'll give it a shot. And hopefully these are some books that can guide you guys in the right direction to bettering your financial situation. Like I said at the top of this video, everybody needs to be reading. You need to read each and every single day to become a better, uh, more intelligent person especially in the world of the stock market where there's so much information out there, just read, just absorb. And if you're not a reader, like I said, you gotta become one. If you're trying to be, if you're trying to be fit, right? You wanna be, uh, get, in, oh, I can't even talk. I've been talking for so long. You wanna get in better shape, let's say, or you wanna be a better athlete. Well, you have to do those things that the athletes do, like go to the gym every day or go for runs or eat healthy food. 
you can focus on those little things that will help you get to your end result. Well, if you want to become smarter, if you want to become more educated, if you want to become a better investor, you can control that by uh, reading a little bit every single day. Start with just 15 pages a day. Start for start with five minutes, 10 minutes a day. Keep a journal, keep a log, and then get up to that. And then again, I'll take it from me, somebody who hated reading. I can't go a day without reading now. I read religiously and it all started from just a little bit every single day. And um, I'm going to be reading for the rest of my life. I love it. A good old hard copy book is the way I like to go. I personally like the the soft copy books or whatever these are called. The, um, the paperbacks rather than these big hard copy books because they're harder to read. Just a personal preference. But I think I can wrap up the video guys there. I hope you enjoyed this topic. This was a fun one off the cuff that I kind of just actually thought about today. So if you enjoyed this and you like these types of videos, give this a big thumbs up. That is a great way of showing your support on the channel. If you are new to the channel and you are not subscribed, hit that subscribe button because we post videos every single week. And of course, we're talking about knowledge. We're talking about learning and bettering yourself. If you want to learn more about the stock market, click the first link down, down below to learn about our investing academy. Investing in yourself and investing in your knowledge, this is something that I would do any time of the day. Uh, to pay money to to better myself and to become uh, honestly you're investing yourself to make more down the road so if you are someone that is looking for courses and training don't think twice about it check that link down below because we do offer training and a uh, private membership group where you can keep up with our stock picks but you can learn all about that below as always I thank you guys for watching I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video